Welcome back to the 4Jack podcast brought to you by our friends over at Jackson Labs. Back in it today, fresh off of WGC down in Memphis at TPC Southwind. Uh, a very exciting weekend to say the least. A big win for JT. I would imagine he would now be a lock for player of the year. Could have been a lock for someone else, but JT just took the reins. But before we even get into it, let's say hello to the man that's with me tonight. Parks, what's up? How much, buddy? Yeah, it was a pretty exciting weekend of golf. I was uh, impressed to see JT come through with it. I kind of thought Kepka was going to make it happen. Oh. Looked like Ricky had an opportunity. I don't know. It was, it was interesting, to say the least. I don't know. That tee shot in 18 really didn't do it for me when he pumped it in the water, and that was just kind of game over. Was he thinking about uh, driving the green? Like, where I don't was know. He going? What he, I think he had three wood in his hand, so I think he's just trying to lay it up, but... He just kind of out of we kind of were texting about this and it was yeah. like, did he kind of just hit it down that line and not cut it, or was it just a bit of a pull? Or I don't know. He didn't really look too disappointed when he when they saw it go in the hazard. So that just kind of was a bit of a red flag. But I guess the takeaway is that he's peaking at the right time for potentially a three peat uh, at the PGA here this week. So could be yeah. interesting. I don't think the loss really bothered him too much, but I do think the fact that he doubled 18 and it cost him $455,000 probably really pissed him off. But I, I, I just, I didn't understand what he, like, I know he cuts the ball, but like we watched JT hit it 40 yards right on 18. What are you yeah, doing yeah. hugging yeah. that, that the line on the water there? He had so much room. Yeah, it's just it, it, one of those situations where you, I guess you don't know what's going on in the player's head, but... To me, if I remember correctly, it looked like he had three in his hands. Obviously, he hits it a ton, so he probably just laying back to a good number and maybe just – maybe like he's been working on his alignment. Everybody's been touching on that as far as commentators go. So maybe he just got lined up a little bit too far down the left side, played for the cut, and, and just hit a little bit of a pull and just got the, you know, the double cross, the straight ball. And, yeah, it didn't look like it really – you know, it just went into the hazard, right? It wasn't like he – he snapped it left. It was just kind of pulled down the line. So, yeah, too bad to see, but nice to see uh, JT get the win with Bones on the bag and uh, and Phil in the group. That was a nice little fuck you to Phil. That was awesome. Oh, Love that. totally. And I know this has kind of been talked about already, but and may, did you notice, and like I didn't notice anything, but did Phil say anything to Bones on the first tee or like on the practice screen? The coverage know, definitely didn't show it. It wasn't like they were kind of giving each other nods. And, and I know these guys are professionals and they're out there and they're working. And it's, But there wasn't anything friendly and nothing that I picked up from the coverage, not even like Phil throwing bones the ball to get a wipe on a green or anything. Yeah. So it was a little, yeah, it seemed a little awkward. But I think from the grin that was on Bones' face as they were walking up 18, I think that was a nice little feather in his cap, right? Comes out of retirement again. His player's doing well, and, and he's, he takes down the W. That was nice to see. You know what was not nice to see? was actually watching him kind of just struggle around. Like, he had both his knees done, and you're like, oh, man, maybe it was a little too early to put the bag back on. Like, he was hobbling around some of those. I'm like, when he were when they were walking up on 
16. And he kind of, they walked up that 60 yards. I was like, oof, bones. Oof, maybe you lay back a bit there, bud, because you look a bit <laughs> sore throughout the day here. I mean, you've been everywhere today. Uh, I think, man, carrying two sacks of potatoes for 20 years for <laughs> six hours a day, it's going to do wonders on your body. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm feeling for him for sure. And Fluff, man, we got to give a big shout out to Jim Furyk. I mean, his maiden voyage on the Champions Tour, he takes it down. Not surprising because, you know, he's still up there as far as competitiveness. But uh, Fluff, like, is that guy not almost dead yet? Jesus it's Christ. It's shocking that he's still moving. Like, yeah, like still you think hoofing. he'd have a... I think he'd have a pull cart by now or something, right? You think they'd give it to him? Yeah, or a cart. Yeah. Get him out of there. But like good on Furek though. Debut on the Champions Tour takes it down. There was so much golf to actually talk about here. Like Daniel Kang winning on the LPGA. And then you have the uh the opposite field event at the Barracuda, which a huge win and really could be one of the hottest guys on tour in the last couple of weeks out of Richard Wierenski there. It has I mean, been for sure. Big disappointment, I think, for uh, Troy Merritt. Mic'd up a couple days. I don't know. Again, it's this mic'd up thing I don't like. It's just so sort of tones down the commentators and it tones down the, the telecast. I mean, it's just listening to him say, gosh, golly, gee, every hole when he hits a bad <laughs> shot. It's, it's a little under I think the only guy that should have been mic'd up this week was Joel Damon. Yeah, <laughs> when he started letting those f bombs out on that par three, I was like, "This is the best thing." Fuck you, fuck everybody. I fucking hate this. Like that was so awesome. Like that was beautiful. More of that. Yeah, I stabbed a mid iron and just floated something out there and just started dropping f bombs. That was beautiful. Love uh, it. I thought it was amazing. He's a beauty. We got to get Gino on the show. Gino is caddy, I believe. Is uh, we were talking to him a while back, so I should sh- I should shoot him a message and see how they're doing. Let's get I love back that, on. that get... bucket hat that he wears every once in a while. It's that's that's showtime. Did you know you know the story why he wore that bucket hat? No, because he Tell couldn't find a hat. He couldn't find a hat sponsor. So he's like, "Well, seriously, screw it. I'm just gonna wear whatever I want." And he's like, "I got fair skin. I'm just gonna check on the bucket." <laughs> what's so? What's Cody's excuse? Fashion, bro. It's, 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 a, it's a vibe. Is it a go track piece? I can't remember if it said GTSC <laughs> not yet, on it. But or there not. will be one soon enough. <laughs> Don't worry. Coach is in the it. kitchen. He'll be cooking. But we'll go back to the TPC Southwind, discuss that really quickly. JT, man, uh, hell of a weekend. 66 65, back to back birdies on 16 17, and then that nice par, nice finish on 18. Honestly, like. Got away with a few. Got away with it. a few. You he was gifted it. that. I'm yeah, sorry to say, it. like, that bounce off the bridge was probably the most ridiculous break that he could be. If you look at the angle of how that bridge was and where his ball must have landed to get where it did, it was literally, like, the biggest fluke you'd ever seen. And then Brooks doesn't make birdie on the par five. I mean, it, it was ridiculous. Like, he was gifted that. And then Brooks to make that bomb on 17 you're thinking okay we're Game gonna on. go to a playoff this is happening again for jt nope no sir and yeah i don't know the, the finishing stretch was a little weird like i mean even the par three when ricky hit it off the off the wood and it bounced onto the oh, green yeah. like there's a lot of wonky shit going on in that golf course i don't know jt rolled the rock really well but i like there was some tee shots there where he was hitting it sideways and he was getting away with shots coming out and, and having windows and I, I mean obviously it takes a little bit of luck to win a golf tournament sometimes and these guys are uh 
you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. They're, they're golfing their ball around and the odd kicker bounce isn't a big thing, but man, there's a lot of wonky shit going on for sure. So the question is moving into Harding park for the PGA championship is JT's driving capabilities right now, a worrisome thing going into Harding park. Cause I mean, it's not exactly like a bomber's paradise, but it's, there's a definite advantage if you're hitting it far and straight at, at Harding Park compared to the shorter guys. Yeah, but I think... Is, if he's left or right, is it going to be like a Beth Page setup? Is it going to be brutal? It has to be. Well, it has to, they they got to grow the rough out, right? There's not much it's defense gotta, there. No, I mean, there are trees, but they're very sporadic and yep. they're very spaced out. But, but again... What match play was there within the last couple of years? And we saw President's Woodland Cup. and Rory. Was it the President's Cup? Yeah, it I was the President's it. Cup. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was for sure. And and those guys are, you know, the Bombers were the ones that did well. At, no, it wasn't the President's Cup. Well, it couldn't it have if Rory was there. No, it was, was what match play. Anyway, maybe the WGC match play. Anyway, Went up in there. yeah, interesting. It, it's gonna, it's gonna be. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's gonna be a bombers course. I'm not super convinced that DeChambeau is gonna be the guy to look for, but I think, I think the longer hitters are gonna prevail this this week for sure. Yeah. Can we before we even get into the PGA Championship? Can we just talk about Bryson for a minute and like maybe actually <laughs> the best moment of the entire week? So Bryson on Thursday. Calls an official over for a burrowed animal hole, uh-huh. which there's no animal, but there's ants, which he claims are fire ants. And in the rule book, say if he presents a hazard to the player, you can take a drop. Well, you have no idea if those are fire ants. And there's, there's an like ant. three. Wait a minute, there's one. <laughs> when Brooks on Friday went, Oh, hey, there's an ant here. <laughs> nah, just kidding. That was like the greatest troll. I mean, I, I want the two of them to play in, play together in the first round at Harding Park. Like, it has to happen this week. I need it to happen. It's so good how he just trolls that guy horrifically. All the time. All the time. So just, badly. <laughs> he deserves it, man. He totally does. Seriously. And I, you know what? I saw something on social media the other day. It was a stupid meme about like... <laughs> Olympic runners passing the baton and there's like Patrick Reed's face on one of the runners and then DeChambeau's face on the on the one receiving the baton. I was like, holy shit, man. It's just like Patrick Reed just must be loving this, right? There's no attention on him anymore. He's thinking like, all right, I'm going to be cheating my way around Harding Park now. Meanwhile, Ant-Man's wearing his clown shoes, worrying about burrowing animals, trying to get free relief. Like, come on, buddy. It's unbelievable. His caddy was right in on it, too. Like, he was trying to fucking sell a story. It was just, it was a joke when they, when they had the mics on him. And the rules official, I'm surprised he didn't just laugh and walk away. Like, f- are you kidding me? If you're the Bryce's caddy, here. though, like, you're going to play along with this narrative that you he's trying to back your man up. Yeah, I understand and, that. But, like, but some of it is actually so ridiculous. And the fact that after the round, he was like, you know, I always treat the rules officials with respect. And it's like, dude, the last week you said you wanted another, another perspective on this. Like you want another opinion. That's not showing respect. This isn't a knee surgery, man. You're not getting a second opinion on this. This is ridiculous. Like these are the rules. These are the rules. There's a book. It tells you what the fucking rules are. Follow (laughs) it. Like that's it. I don't know. Like 
There's an ant. Yeah, like I just find him so painful to deal with, but at the same time, like I might he might be like one of my low key picks to be honest coming up this week, just because he might smash yeah. it around there. But yeah, you can't hate. I mean, it's 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 definitely shining a light back into fitness and technology and maximizing your macros, micros, push-ups, whatever you want to call it. But there definitely is some validity to what he's doing. And it's not like, again, it's not coming out of left field. He's doing his research behind the scenes. So he no, is for sure chasing something that's attainable. It's tangible, but like it's, it's getting, it's getting annoying in the process for sure. A hundred percent. Can we talk about like a little bit of coverage talk from this weekend? Um, Pretty Kuda, tough scene. You, you want to talk or Pete? Pretty tough scene that we didn't really see anyone actually chasing, and there was essentially almost ten guys in the mix that could have potentially taken the lead, and uh, we didn't just, see any is, of it. This is the age old story. It feels like it's all Canadians in the in the hunt, right? Nobody gets any telecast time. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, did you see aside- a single shot out of Xander Shoffley on the weekend? No, I don't think I did. Shot 67-66, and we did not see... I, I don't know if I saw a, a swing out of well, him. What about Berger? We didn't see him till like the last three holes, and he was right in the mix. And he shot a six, Sunday 65. And we ridiculous. didn't get to see it? Like, what do you... Yeah. Tom Lewis. That's the story yeah, we need to Tom talk Lewis, about. Yeah. 28 holes, shoots 91. And we hardly even saw a thing of him. Like They didn't mention it. Until he got onto like the twelfth hole on Sunday, it's like, are you kidding me, man? This guy is hitting like might be on like one of the best streaks the PGA has ever seen in like that short of a period, and you're not even going to talk about it. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, and they oh, young Tom Lewis. It's like, dude, the guy's 28, 29. Like, he's just new to the PGA Tour because he didn't actually think he could qualify out there. I guess his agent told him to come over to play yeah. or something like that, huh? That was crazy, crazy man. And he's from Nick Faldo's hometown, so shout out Nick Faldo, friend of the show. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> craziness. I don't know. I, I found it hard. Like we didn't really even get to see any of the storylines that were actually unfolding. It, it was so. It, it would have been really exciting to actually watch, like guys like Xander and Phil. I mean, Phil was only a few back. Phil played yeah, really well. Morikawa, Webb Simpson. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there was a few guys that were kind of in contention. I mean, not not right there, but they were close enough that, you know, should have validated some TV time for sure. Well, I mean, look I at don't know Shane what's going Lowry. On. Shane Lowry shot a pair of 67s over the weekend. We didn't see it. And then Matthew Fitzpatrick, a guy who shoots 64 on Friday, 69, mm. 68 on the weekends. The only thing I remember seeing of him on Sunday, he made one birdie putt, and then they showed yeah. him make a mess of that one hole where he made double. Yeah. That was yeah, it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. Two holes. That was about it. It's like, yeah. dude, come on. Like, this guy is, like, actually, like, low-key, one of the best players in big events like this. And you're not showing him? I think it's kind of – there must be something weird going on. Maybe because it's because of COVID or it's changed the landscape of how they – approach an event they don't have the amount of cameras up and stuff like that seem to be a similar scene at the cuda the barracuda in california where the coverage was just kind of like the last couple of groups the contenders and that was it didn't show anything else going on on the golf course Mm -hmm. strange i know that was a little tough i mean i didn't get to watch too much of that unfortunately i watched front nine on sunday i guess after the wgc was done and 
to be honest, I actually had to like just turn it off because I couldn't listen to Trey Merritt anymore. It was such boring commentary. Like terrible, but so terrible. I got to say, the one thing I did really enjoy about watching that was actually watching Brendan Haggy just smash it around there. Yeah, for sure. The amount of clubhead speed that guy creates is like next level. Couple cool storylines though. There was a kid from Valor, 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 who is. I don't know if he fell into temporary membership, but had nothing going in, no status. And with a win, obviously he would have got exempt through 23, but yeah, I I'm sure he'll get some kind of status or temporary membership, special exemptions, something like that, which is really cool. Um, yeah. The merit thing. I don't know. A little disappointing. Like you said, with the commentary, I just, like there's just nothing exciting and those guys are mic'd up. So they're not going to respond. They're not going to be animated. Like, let's put it, let's give it to somebody that's going to (laughs) maybe throw out an F bomb on, on, on accident or something like that. You know, let's, it's got, they got us. Hey, yeah. uh, What do you you think I should hit that? Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, darn. Like, wow. Yeah. Just can't wait to tune in for that. Good times. Shout out, (laughs) shout out to Troy Merritt's caddy though, with his trap golf hat. That was sick. He's Showtime, man. Yeah, he's... <laughs> that was badass. He's a funny guy. Yeah, I was like, sure. that is I always, They cool. should mic up the caddies, not the players, right? Totally. Be way 100%. better. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's CBS. like... A, that would have been a cool event, too. Like, and it's too bad a guy like Pat Perez wouldn't mic up. Man, good thing Pat for didn't all, listen to this. For, uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah, like, good thing he didn't <laughs> listen to our episode last week. Like, I pretty much told him, told everyone that that guy would be wasted all weekend. He wouldn't be playing. He was in contention. He played. He well. was, yeah. He kind of. What did he? Fin- he was twenty-one plus twenty-one into Saturday, and then just Saturday kind of leaked yeah, a little oil, out. and then Sunday didn't really do much. Yeah, but yeah, Friday was good. Good round for him. I think he was seven or eight under sixty-three, sixty-four, something like that. So he plays that well good. out there. That's a good golf course for him in the sense that, like, I mean, he's not a big bomber, so at least he's getting a little more yardage out of it. And course looked nice, like. You know what? It'd be a fun, it'd be a fun event to play for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. totally. And it's it's unfortunate that they actually hold that kind of event when WGC is going on. Like Southwind looks like a really nice golf course, like a challenge. Like it's a good ball striking golf course. But I mean, if I was like a guy on the tour, I kind of want to actually play that Reno event. Like it looks fun. Like the golf course is, it's very pretty. You can smash it out there. It'd be a lot of fun playing Stableford. It's resorty, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. it's resorty. And it's, I mean, maybe those guys don't want to play it, but like there's not a lot of events like that. We don't get to see any more Stableford since the Continental event left. And it's like, well, damn, like kind of yeah, like different. to play that. It's fun. It's always, <laughs> it's funny. I was going through our picks and I was like, fuck, minus 10 plus 38. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I forgot. Yeah. That's how the scoring works. I was thinking to myself like, man, oh, man. Should we touch on this real quick? Do you want to get into picks? Do you want to see how we did? I guess I, I feel even bad. Do and... that, before we even do that, we just got to mm. give a shout out. Tough scene, but like a good showing yet again for our boy Ryan Ruffles. Yes. Guy oh, played my God. real well on the Corn Fair event this weekend. Literally only needed to finish the last like four holes, one under, three holes, sorry. And it just you know, he birdied 15. Bogey, bogey, 16, 17, part 18, and just, it was tough. All you needed to do was come in with par for a playoff. I know. So, man, heartbreaking to see. And, I mean, I don't know what was going on. We shot him a message, obviously. We were messaging with his sister, Gabby. Shout out, Gabby. 
Yeah, I think she was actually on the golf course while he's trying to take down a corn fairy event. But Probably. anyway, none, nonetheless, she's supporting. And yeah, you know what, man? He's just, he keeps knocking on the door, so it's it's going to happen. But again, I'm afraid for all those guys on the corn fairy tour because when he gets a taste of winning, it's it's going to be game over. I think he's got enough points almost anyways to actually like that he's accumulated enough to get onto the tour button uh next year anyway so like i don't know if they're gonna have to worry about him too much but you're right like if he gets rolling it's over like mm-hmm. he is so good right now he's mm-hmm. had what like five top three finishes this season already it's crazy man he's the man he's like, the man Shout really out the uh, Ruffles family. We want to we want to see that W just as bad as they do for sure. Oh man, I can't imagine what that family would be like if he started picking up Ws. <laughs> Gabby's going to keep it rolling too. No stress. Yeah, there. absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, let's jump into picks here a little bit. Let's talk about our picks from the WGC and the Barracuda. Let's give a shout out to Tower Brewing Company. Our man San Lofstrand. Sorry, buddy, didn't have what it takes to carry on. <laughs> And his, make it on to the next episode. His I themes apologize. didn't work? Really? No, man. The, the <laughs> Nike thing, you know what? I was a little bit concerned. But, yeah, it just didn't pan out. And I'm you know sorry. what? It was sort of a funny situation because out of the WGC, it was fairly close. I think just because I had Berger and answering Morikawa, that was kind of my backup plan. But everybody else had had a top guy like 10 under 11 under 12 under so that was really nice to see everybody's kind of on the hot streak now moving into the pga um one thing i will say is that mr pace you uh you had some really good picks for the cuda and although i thought i had the winner locked down all your guys did really well noran grio rogers watney well watney didn't be good watney wasn't great but grio and um Noren, Noren really helped me out. I thought Grio was honestly going to take it coming into yeah, Sunday. Yeah, he just, I was he just like, fell apart. He went straight flat. Yeah, he it's fell like, apart dude, coming in and just started making bogeys. Back. Uh, it was that, a bit of a joke. Yeah, that was a tough scene for him. I think, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking at my picks: Chad Campbell, Robert Garrigus, like a combined score of minus seven, which is not a good thing. You went full Garrigus, <laughs> man. Just brutal. And the guy's sneaky good, like sneaky low. He takes it scuba, but didn't happen this week. It was a little disappointing. Yeah. Anyway, happy to see those are out of the way. Now we can move on to the, the more pressing things in life, this PGA Championship coming exactly. up. Exactly. And that being said, we do have our first major of the season coming up this week down in San Francisco at TPC Harding Park. Um, huge event. Be nice to actually watch major golf in this weird landscape that we are in the world right now no fans no fans like, <laughs> it's gonna be weird i don't know how to deal with this like i don't know like it'd be weird to see like how players are gonna react like when something big happens like is it gonna be like jt where he's screaming or is it gonna be like guys just subtle fist pumps because there's no Dude, energy I, I just saw something on instagram ct pan is like uh panning no pun intended panning the uh locker room and it's Every it's like they dismantled the locker room and just spaced it out six feet. So there's one solo locker, a small table, and a chair, no and that's way. like every six feet. It's insane. Yeah, very crazy. crazy so I guess they're, t- they're taking it seriously. 
crazy it's, to think that they have that big enough locker room to spread everything. No, no, no. It's like uh, they have this like I don't know tent set. Oh, okay, okay. It's outside like that to do. Yeah, it's it's really it's wow. it's really weird. Hopefully, like hopefully by the end of this year we can get back to normal life. I mean, obviously there's there's a lot of things we got to take into consideration, but this is just getting like it's just getting annoying. You know what? Personal opinion. As long as it gets back to it for like the Masters, I'd like to see fans at the Masters. I don't really care about the other ones. Like it's only the playoffs and the U.S. Open, but I'd like to see fans at the Masters. But at the same time, at the same time, it would be really sick. Like just from a visual standpoint, to actually to see, see the golf course, Augusta National with no fans. Yeah, yeah, because for sure. it's so crowded. Yeah. Like, imagine seeing 18 without that tunnel of people. Yeah. I mean, Six, eight deep craziness, yeah. right? Like, you look at, you think about the back nine there, even like 16 to see the par three on that right side behind the bunker and stuff. You're like, oh, that'll be weird. Like, yeah, it would be weird. I think totally. it would be really cool to see that golf course. And actually, Tom and I were talking about this the other day. I can't wait to see Augusta in. November fall yeah because that ryegrass is going to start going dormant it's not going to be as green it apparently comes out like really gold looking I think it's going to look really sick so yeah it does it, it, it's definitely you know what though obviously the place is going to be pristine I mean obviously the agronomists and the superintendents and everybody that dives into that place for the masters to make sure it's absolute perfection will put it out nothing less than absolutely beautiful but yeah, it's going to be different to see it potentially with no fans and then in the fall. So, like, is that going to bring out some of those different colors? What about the azaleas? What about all the flowers and everything else? Like, it's just going to it's going to be different for sure. It's going to be they, weird. They may not even be there, those flowers. Like, by then, should be close to dead, really. Not dead, but, like, not popping. Dormant. Yeah, yeah dormant for the fall. So, yeah, I don't exactly. Know. It's going to be different. They'll make sure it's nice, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It, well, it's Augusta <laughs> National. It'll be fine. But before I'm we even sure. get to Augusta, let's make some picks for TPC Harding Park for the PGA Championship. Once again, these picks are brought to you by BetDSI.com. Head on over to BetDSI and use the promo code 4JACK100 to get a little bonus play to see how you stack up against the boys. But first, I guess we got to give our picks in order for you to stack them up against us. And we're going to start with Parks this week. All right. I sort of alluded to this earlier, but I think I'm going to go back to the match play or whatever the event was. I have to fact check that one. I'm going to start off with Gary Woodland. I know he hasn't been absolutely stellar as of late, but I really like him for this golf course. It's um, you can't bet against Kepka. I don't know. Something sparked. He's been working with a putting coach. He's been working on his alignment. Obviously, he picked up something. Uh, the WGC and, and it's working. So let's hope that he, he really is peaking for this week. Um, I'm going to pick Rory. I know it's potentially a, a death pick, but he likes to show up at the majors. This is a, another good golf course for him. So I like, I like that. And I'm going to have to go with Daniel Berger. I mean, it's just, I don't know if he's a, a if he's pick. a major champion caliber player, but he's, he's been so good lately. So it's kind of a no brainer. I think he's kind of like your poor man's DJ in this era right now. Like, honestly, like he hits it so hard. He's playing very consistent, very similar to the game. Can we talk about DJ for a second? Yeah. What's Let's going talk on? Talk about that shave job. Dude. What the hell was that? How much weight did he put on? He said that he fucked up shaving, so he just did the whole face. That was a bad idea. That like, he looked he looked 
Did it not like, like give man. you like remnants of like 2011? I mean, I was like, who is this guy? Like, yeah, not, but not a good look. No, like, but that beard, he looks super thin, but without, man, yeah, he, he looks he's like he's on got some, some weight. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Maybe Paulina started cooking. <laughs> Dad bod. <laughs> or just postmating everything during the, during the pandemic. Yeah, no doubt. Holy. That's too funny. It's unbelievable. Who do you got for this week, Pace? Uh, before I even do mine, I'm actually going to give Tom's first. Uh, I imagine right. there's going to be a lot of similar ones. Yeah. Um, yep. He's taken Kepka, Thomas, Fitzpatrick, and our boy Abe Answer. Yeah, that's a good pick. Right. I like the Abe pick. I don't know if I like Abe out there, to be honest. I, I don't think he's long enough. But he's so consistent, man. The guy doesn't miss the middle of the fairway. He's T and green, T fairway green, and he's been putting really well. So that's again, I, I'm on your team with this. I don't think he's long enough. I think, I think it's going to be a disadvantage. I think it's going to be a lot of longer clubs into the greens. So we'll if he see. doesn't hit the fairways, I don't think he stands a chance out there. Not with that rough, man. He's no. not a big enough guy. He's not strong enough to muscle it. No. You know what I mean? I agree. Sorry, Abe. Which I don't even know if my picks will stack up against it, but we'll see. Uh, we're going to start with the top two. I think this is a given for a lot of people right now. I got uh, Kepka and JT starting it up. Mm-hmm. I do worry about JT a little bit in the sense that yeah, if his driver is not going, it's not going to be pretty. He's toast. But yeah. if it's going, he's... He, I think he could be the front runner even over Brooks. And he's uh, potting so good right now too. Like it's yeah. just that's that's kind of like that's the teetering point right there, right? Yeah. The driver's good, it's going to be ugly. He's going to be so good. That's why that's why I also I feel the same way with Brooks. Because if Brooks is driving the ball well, if he figures out this cut again and just kind of plays that all around that golf course, yeah, he will over. eat it up. It'll be Beth Page all over again. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Uh my third pick, uh Xander Shoffley. I think he played so well this past weekend that, I mean, people didn't even talk about it, but he is really, like, coming into form here. Looks great. Good driver of the golf ball. So, and my last pick, just because I think he plays well in majors and he played really well this past weekend, Ricky. Ricky, really? Hmm. Yeah. His short game looks so good right now that I think it's hard not to take him. Okay. He, he made I some like shots that. this week where I was like, oh man, if you're did. if you're like that at TPC Harding Park, you're gonna look great. He did chip in three times three times, four three times, times, three times. Like- yeah. So I mean obviously he's he's seeing things. Uh I was kind of hoping you were gonna say something like John Daly or Jim Furick. Can you believe John Daly's in the draw? I think he this pulled is awesome. he withdrew. No way, really? I, I think I saw it today that he withdrew. Shit. Disappointed. Yeah. That's too bad. Would have been nice to see. I wonder. I think this I is how... his last one that he can play. Oh no way! This year or next year? Did he play in the the? So you know it was Mike Weir's maiden entrance into the Champions Tour yeah. as well, and, and he finished what like twenty second or something mm-hmm. like that. Kind of overshadowed by Furyk. I'm interested to see honestly Furyk play in this PGA Championship. I'm wondering if he could be a contender, honestly. I know he's not super long, but he I always plays well in majors. And he has played well there in the past. He is a ball-striking guru. He doesn't miss a lot of fairways. If he's rolling the rock, I mean, he could easily be up there. 
Where was that? Where's the uh, where was the Webb Simpson U.S. Open win that Furyk handed to him? Was it at Harding Park? Olympic. No, Olympic Club. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So I I don't know. I I like Jim out there. I think Furyk's solid, but I, like I, I think it's just tough when you're comparing him to a guy like Kepka who's kind of rounding into form, and if he's driving the ball well, I still think it's game over. Yeah, it's no contest. Because he sure. started putting really well towards the back half of the weekend. Even like Saturday. Saturday was unbelievable. Like he was just rolling the rock like a champion. So like Yeah, obviously. Thursday real good. Friday was a bit of a flail, and then Saturday he got it back for sure, like yeah. you said. So So I think nice it'd be to tough see. to see anyone else really competing as hard as he will be. But mm-hmm. who knows? Like we don't know quite yet. What a, let's talk about Tiger real quick. What do we think about Tiger playing out there? The weather's not supposed to be overly warm. They're saying like mid to mid fifties to high sixties in that range could be wet. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. He like, he showed up to property yesterday and he, he already played 18 holes. He was out there again today. Maybe he's taking this pretty seriously. And, and I don't know if the weather is as much of a factor for Tiger. He's a California guy. He did grow up in that sort of climate. Like this isn't anything out of the norm for him. It's not extreme temperatures like a, like a British Open is going to be where it's extremely cold and extremely blowing. Yeah, it could be in the 60s, but the 60s is still pretty comfortable. And I mean, if it's not overly windy and they don't have that sort of marine layer, I think kind of you know there's potential i don't think he has enough reps in though to really be a force that's my only sort of teetering point there which he amazes me enough. because his odds he's still like 22 to 1 it's tiger woods i mean fuck you can't count him out ever right i mean I he's, he's he's been known to do amazing things but that being said i, f- I don't know man and there's i know it many. was it was a different I take format. the field yeah I, I feel you on that too and I know it was a different format, like when the President's Cup was there and he was just super dominant, like when he hit that five wood and just kind of one-handed it, walked or the forehand actually, but then the five wood when he just ripped it. And it's like, yeah, like he's done some amazing things there, but I, I, I don't know if he's going to stack up this week, but every time we do this, we bite our tongue later. Yeah, and for sure. He might just be like a sneaky backdoor top three. He's just been he's just been floating in on cut lines though. Like the last couple of events, he's just he hasn't been a. I don't know, man. Fuck. What it's do you do? Reps. Like, yeah, I think he should have probably played the WGC. I don't know what his mentality was there. I think that would have been a, a good test, but maybe the golf course because I mean he's super strategic. So maybe the golf courses were too different, and it would give given that variable into his sort of equation for perfection. I don't know. He also what doesn't do normally ever play. Uh, events week before, before. right like phil yeah. has taken on that but i don't remember tiger really ever doing that to be honest he always showed up early to the venue get some rounds in which i mean if that's his process that's his process let him have it stick with it it's clearly worked so yeah uh, whatever but yeah i, like I don't it. know i i don't want to rule him out but i'm definitely not going to be the first one to pick him but yeah, no, I agree. I Once agree. again, those picks are brought to you by BetDSI. Head on over to BetDSI.com and use the promo code 4JACK100 to get a little bonus play and see how you stack up against the boys. Um, I did want to just give a quick little shout-out to the Barhead Golf Club this past weekend. Tom and I had the chance to dip out there. 
if anyone in the Edmonton area or anywhere in Alberta really just wants like a sneaky, great track, you should head out there. It was unbelievable shape, ton of fun. It's just like a weird track. Like it, it's such Is our a- friend Tyler Wilner still out there? No, I think he's at Lakeside. He's at Lakeside now, okay. Yeah, but Barhead, unbelievable little track. Just a fun little hidden gem. It was nice to get out, do a little goat track and content piece and uh, had some fun. But, nice. Yeah. I think we got we got a pretty fun week this week. We got a pretty busy week this week, actually. We have uh, an exciting announcement to make about Flight Scope. That stuff should be coming in soon. Tomorrow. Um, yeah, mine says tomorrow too, so that's awesome. I'm excited for you guys to get out with Sharpie and, and do some work on the range and, and just kind of get the fitting going and see how that plays out. That should be pretty fun. A uh, couple big guests coming in this week. So, yeah, it's uh, a lot of exciting stuff coming up for the listeners. It's going to mm-hmm. be fun. Lots of great content coming up for everybody. And I hope you stay tuned because we got a shit ton coming. So everybody's going to love that. But I think, yeah, the most important thing this week, I think, think we just got to get excited and actually be like appreciative of the fact that we're actually going to see some major golf this year i to be honest i did not think that we would um i didn't think there was a chance in hell we would but yeah it's it's it sucks you know like the british is always something i look forward to every year and and that that's a big disappointment but i mean obviously the travel thing is is the issue so too many people crossing the crossing the pond on planes and things like that and understandable and the lpga tour did the same thing so that sucks but yeah you know what it's good it, we're coming into it like an awesome stretch of golf right now too so it's really crazy really crazy how like this ends like this weekends and then we're into the play, into the playoffs yeah we like, got some exciting contests to announce we got some really exciting contests to announce too coming up to the playoffs. So that should be uh stay tuned for that listeners. It's going to mm-hmm. be good. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I just, it's tough to get like an actual handle on what's going on with the PGA tour this year to think that like we have a major one other tour event and then it's like, bang, we got the playoffs and then more majors and then more majors. Yeah. So it's going to be crazy. But yeah, I mean, obviously no, uh, no shortage of content and, and excellent golf to be watching. So it's going to be a fun weekend. Can't wait. Yeah, exactly. Can't hate on it. And I'm just excited to sit back and actually watch some golf all weekend. Like, I know where I'll be. I'll be fucking flicking on Twitter and just chilling. Ass on couch. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> well, Parks, I'm not sure how much too much or how much I have left in me to tell you about. I think I've exhausted my golf efforts right now. And That's it, man. I think we're good. Yeah. Shout out to Danielle Kang, winner in the LPGA. That was sort of an interesting event. She, she rolled a bomb in on 18 to get it done. So congrats to her. It's nice to see so much golf back on and, and all the tours are going in full swing. So super exciting. Exactly. Yeah. That was a great event too. Like to kind of just touch on that quickly. Like it was nice to see kind of your peak players step up and really separate themselves from the rest of the rest of the field. I really actually enjoyed seeing that just being like, Hey, we're going to take this. We'll show you how it's done. It's kind of fun to watch that, like those stars come out. Yeah, it's it's it was nice. It sucks our man Case isn't back out, out on the uh, on the tour yet. I guess he's not going to pick up till Arkansas. But his girl had a good weekend. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. It's it's really nice to see all the golf back. And and again, it's just unfortunate that we're going to miss some of these big flagship events this year, especially for the ladies. But uh, uh, we're in the major season, so I'm stoked. 
Exactly. I can't complain. The ladies will be fine next year. So it does suck for their paycheck and everything and the people that are fighting for their cards, but I think they've already said that they're going to transfer that over to next year. Yeah. At least there's some security there for everyone. Can't complain with that. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's all. I love it. All right, Parks. Well, we'll talk to you later this week, and thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll chat with you next week. Talk to you. Hello, 4Jack Podcast fam. It's your boy, Active Nation, and thank you for listening to the 4Jack Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could go hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Because that would really make our day. Thank you, and let's keep on golfing, baby. I kind of like that last one. Okay. Then we're good. Cut it.